0: This week's parsha begins Kedushim to you. The Torah gives us a mandate, you shall be holy. This command is quite ambiguous. The Torah doesn't tell us how one becomes holy. How are we to know the procedure and the steps to take in fulfilling this mitzvah? Sarashi explains Kadurin Baroyas, one becomes holy by distancing himself from promiscuous and illicit relationships. It's when one abstains in the area of great desire and temptation, that's how one obtains Kadusha. The Ramban coined the now famous phrase, Novel Bershusa Torah. A person can be disgusting and repulsive, yet he doesn't violate any specific Torah command. Says the Ramban, a person that excessively indulges in the pleasures of this world, although technically not transgressing any biblical or rabbinic prohibitions, he is the classic Novel Bershusa Torah, a degenerate within the laws of the Torah. The Ramban illustrates the command kadoshim tiyu as Kadish asmacha bamotlach purifying ourselves within what is permitted for us to engage in being holy requires us not to just obey the letter of the law but also the spirit of the law being holy means going beyond what's written in the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch, and not trying to circumvent the spirit of the law. One whose entire being is consumed by the pursuit of such pleasures has not technically violated any specific command of Hashem, yet his lifestyle is not a fulfillment of the will of Hashem. The Ramban does not encourage total detachment from physical pleasures, but engage in it in moderation. That is what distinguishes us from other religions. In other religions, holiness is achieved by distancing yourself from the world. It can only be obtained through celibacy and abstinence. But for Jewish people, holiness is not by avoiding and detaching from the world, rather by raising and elevating the world and sanctifying the physical and the mundane. That is our definition of Kedusha. The says that in the end of days, meaning our generation, the Hester, the concealment, will be the greatest in world history. Therefore, a person who has the strength and the resolve not to succumb to desire and temptation, his reward will be exponentially greater than those in previous generations. There's an incredible idea brought down in the Sefer Darchei Tshuva written by Talmud from the Ramami Pano and how one can easily remedy even the most grievous sins. He says, the Gemara says in Sech that there are, Various levels of sins, and according to its severity, each requires a different level of atonement. For some Averos, tshuva is mechapar, some require yom kippur, and for some, a person will have to endure Yeshurim. The most stringent of all Averos is chil the desecration of Hashem's name, Islam, which not only requires tshuva and yom kippur and suffering, but will only be atoned for on yoima misa. The day of the person's death. Ghazal say that there are four categories of people that are chash of They are considered as if they are deceased. And one of those people is a suma, a blind person, Rahman Says the dark chuva, incredible, that if a person looks away from things that are forbidden, when something pops up on his computer or phone, he closes the window rather than clicking on it. Or if he walks down the street and overcomes temptation, and he doesn't look at the things that he shouldn't. He thereby makes himself like a blind person, and it is as if he suffered death. And that is mechaper, like Yoimamisa, thereby rendering a degree of atonement for even the most severe Averas. Therefore, even though in our generation the temptation regarding Shmer Sanaim is incredibly great, this method gives us an opportunity to achieve atonement for even the gravest sins. What an amazing insight from the Darkachuva. The same story about the Rebbe Rabinam, he had a shamash, that helped around the house. He wasn't such an ethical person. So one day, while he's cleaning the rabbi's room, he sees a stack of money. He goes ahead and he pockets the money. The rabbi tells him, you fool. I noticed that you are walking around with torn shoes. So I set aside that money to buy you a brand new pair of shoes. The money you took by Iser, had you waited a little, you would have gotten it by Heter. Using this as a backdrop, I'd like to share with you an incredible insight from the Sanzarov. There's a well-known Gemara in Masech des Rosh Hashanah. A person's Parnassah for the entire year is set on Rosh Hashanah. It's decreed on Rosh Hashanah exactly how much he will earn that upcoming year. Says the Tzanzarov, K'tsu Vimloy, doesn't apply just to a person's parnasa, but it's decreed on Rosh Hashanah down to the second how much happiness and pleasure a person will enjoy during the year. So he says, If you do something Be'isser, let's say you take pleasure in looking at something or doing something that is forbidden, that Tanuk, that hana, that joy will be taken from you in another area. Therefore, if you refrain from doing something that is forbidden, commensurate to that pleasure will be given to you in a permitted way. A great business deal will come your way. You will enjoy great nachas from your children or some other pleasure. You never lose by refraining from forbidden pleasures. That enjoyment will come back to you in a form that is permitted. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.